Good Sunday morning. I'm Regina Sworn. Welcome back to another episode of Regina Sworn audio series. This morning I'm going to speak on favoritism. I originally was going to talk about the dangers of finding fault. Now I'm going to incorporate that in here just a little bit, but I wanted to name this topic favoritism. Um, kind of based a little bit, what prompted me to do this was a vision that I had right after my prayer this morning. That's why I love to do these podcasts early in the morning because it's always after my prayer. Always, always, always. And I, I, I feel the presence of God when I do that. So I love the early morning podcast. <clears throat> Sorry, that's my throat. <laughs> I'm going to give you a place that you can t- contact me. You can contact me at ReginaSwarn at Yahoo.com. Visit my official website, ReginaSwarn.com. I want to speak on favoritism, but I want to first tell you about a vision that the Lord showed me maybe about an hour ago. I had a dream, a vision about a beautiful Big, big singing. It was a big. It was a big singing. It was. Uh, they had preachers there, and they had different people there. It was like a one time of a year type of thing. So it was a really big event, super big. I remember in the vision, um, my sister Dorothy Duhart was up singing, and she she just got finished singing. She was at the end of it. She was still singing. I had to look twice because I couldn't believe that was her singing so beautifully. I've heard her sing before, but like mostly background vocals. But in this vision, she was singing a song, leading the song, and there was no one backing it, just the musicians playing the music. Also in this vision was my sister, Sister Ford, Pearl. Um, She was standing there, and she was waiting to sing. I saw seeing a couple of her grandkids on the side of the seat with her. She was saying, you guys sit down. They was little. They was little. And, you know, in visions, things always look different, you know. And I used to wonder how I'm in so many different places. I could be at the White House. I could be blah, blah, blah. And sometimes it's because I'm in a vision. The person cannot see me, but I can see them because I'm the one having the vision. Anyway, back to this vision, Dorothy was about finished singing, so by that time, and I thought to myself, oh boy, I might as well get up and sing, you know, show my chops, you know, but I I didn't get a chance to sing because um, Pearl was going to sing next, and um, and I do remember her telling her kids to sit down as grandkids. I don't know what that means. It's something about the grandkids. I don't know what that means, though. And she was telling them to sit down. She was um, chasing them, chastising them. Not very nicely. <laughs> but um, she wanted to sing so bad, so bad. Um, and then right after her was my other sister, um, Julia, who never goes to church, let alone sing. So she was up and she wanted to sing. So they were standing in a line, social distances. And they were standing in a line. And, um, and then I, one of my other relatives was up, they was going to do something, but 
the guy got the microphone and before Sister Duhart can finish, the guy told her, um, that's it. We want no more singing. And it really crushed my sister Pearl because she really wants to say something. She really wants to sing, but, um, yeah, the, the guy over the music said, no, that's it. We want to showcase this little girl right here in the back. And the spotlight shined on that little girl. You know how kids are on Easter to have on their prettiest clothes, pretty shoes, pretty. She was dressed in gold. And she was sitting in the back. And they wanted to showcase her, feature her. I think that's what he, what he said. He said, we want to feature her. And I felt so bad for my sister, Sister Ford. I felt bad for my sister, Julia. I felt bad for my other family because they really wanted to get up and sing because Sister Duhart had sung so beautifully. So, you know, sometimes when somebody get up and then you get the fire and then you want to do it, you want to sing, you get that nervousness out of the way. But that was a strange dream to me. Very strange. Very strange. And in the dream, what I thought about in the dream, I sat there in my seat and I cried. I cried. I was sitting on the other side, looking over there on that side. And I cried like a baby. I was like, what is this? Why are they doing this? The dream had a lot of more things in it. But throughout the dream, it was just like favoritism, favoritism, favoritism. Uh, some parts of the dream I will not go into because I don't think God wants me to reveal that. But I just want to say, guys, I want to speak br briefly on favoritism. You know, people talk of all the things that that will send you to hell. And there's a lot of things that God don't agree with. That's true. But I guess people forget about not having that love of God in your heart. Not having love. If you read the 13th chapter of, of 1 Corinthians 13, these three, faith, hope, and love, the greatest was charity, guys. And a lot of us sometimes in faith don't have that love that goes beyond the grave. We have just enough love for our friends, just enough love for our people, or just enough love for the ones who's in our clique, in our group, our favorites. But not enough love for other people. You know, I that dream really bothered me, and I can still see it as I speak right now. It bothered me. And so that's why I changed the title of this podcast to instead of finding favor, finding the dangers of finding fault, I decided to name it favoritism. Let me tell you guys something. And I know a lot of you listen to my podcast. A lot of you don't, so it don't matter if you listen or not. But the ones who listen, make sure you tell the ones who don't. You are not pleasing to God in his sight if you got a spirit of favoritism. If you're showing favoritism in your organizations, and this was an organization, so I can speak on that matter. This was a big church functioning. 
And it was just so many different people that they would let do something. And if certain people would get up, too many of, of, the, of the people would get up other than the ones who they had um, selected, then they would sit you down. And when I woke up, even in the dream, I say, that's not right. That's respect of persons, favoritism. Let me tell you, you can follow the good book from Genesis to Revelation. And it's, you can just be one part that you get wrong. And then you can stand before God on that great day. And you say, depart from me. I never knew you. In this walk, we have to be so careful how we treat people and the things we say to people. You know, it's so easy to, to find fault. It's so easy to nitpick and say, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that and you shouldn't do that and this. It's so easy to do that. But again, remember what I said from Genesis to Revelation, you can try to follow the good book all the way through. But if it's just one part that you err in, favoritism, having respect to a person, that is not of God. And speaking on this, I wonder why it took me so long to record the podcast for the dangers of finding favoritism. The reason is God wanted to show me a vision first. And yes, that vision was from God. All of my dreams uh, is from God, guys. He's been showing me dreams and visions since I was a little girl, five, six years old. And my family especially Laura and all my family, they know that my dreams are real. They're visions that God, that comes from God. So if you are an organization, I don't care what you are. If you, if you got kids that you show more favor to them than the other kids is wrong. If you're showing favoritism, like in this dream, the organization was showing favoritism. They sat my Sister down, Sister Pearl and Sister Dua, I mean, not Sister Dora, but she, had, she was singing, but they pretty much cut her off before she could finish. Only to feature the little girl sitting in the back. Oh, she had the show. She had, they was going to give her all the time that she wanted. And I'll never forget she had on her beautiful gold, beautiful gold dress. Guys, favoritism. That's not of God, is not of God. If you don't have this love, charity, that goes beyond the grave, don't have this love like the Bible says, you might as well just, just, just sit down. You cannot favor somebody else. And everything that they do is okay, but you can nitpick every little thing that you think another person is doing or is not doing. But someone else can come along and be doing, well, just what you, you spoke about. This is just what you spoke of. And you put a blind, you put a blindfold on to them. And give the other person the spotlight. In this dream, my sister was so disappointed 
Sister Ford was so disappointed because she had something to say. She had something she wanted. She wanted to sing and give her testimony, but she wasn't allowed. Now this is a vision, guys. So don't start thinking. What is she talking about? It was a vision, but I'm, I thank God for the vision. I thank God for it because in the vision it was favoritism. There is no favoritism in God. There is no finding fault in God. You cannot again nitpick everything that another person does if they don't. Maybe they don't come to church all the time, or maybe um, let's use an organization. Maybe they don't come to all of your meetings or something like that. I want to use different organizations just to show you people of faith. You should not have a spirit of favoritism and this is where finding fault comes in there you have favoritism for other people but you will find fault in somebody else i mean anything it could be any little trivial thing it doesn't have to be anything major just something trivial and i did my research the other day on finding fault and i came up with words like trivial uh petty jealousy look at that and jealousy is associated with the grave. You got to get rid of it. You got to get rid of that favoritism. See, you could be doing everything else by the book. You may not be wearing your makeup. You may not be wearing, listening to your secular music. You may not be doing any of that. But you can just err in one thing. And still stand before God. And he said, depart from me, I never knew you. We have to be so careful in this walk, in this way. There is no favoritism in the body of Christ. There is no favoritism. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have eternal life. So God is love. And if you don't have that love like the Bible says, go read the, the 13, 1 Corinthians 13. I want you to go read that. I guarantee you before you finish reading that, chapter that you will find yourself right there see you can do everything you can do everything that you think is right or that you might think is right some are walking in disobedience maybe god told you to do something and you're dragging your feet you're procrastinating yet you can have favoritism with some people, you got respect of persons. With some people, you find fault with some people. But in this dream, you put on blinders. That girl was back in her own darn and all of her goal. And my sister, Sister Ford, even Sister Duhart, they looked beautiful up singing. But you wanted to feature that little girl. Adorned in all of her gold. <laughs> that was favoritism. Even in the dream, I recognized it as favoritism. 
the rate, the way that the musician was finding fault in this dream was, well, they've been up too long, and I, and I think one of my sisters to do hard in the dream had a split in a skirt or something like that. So they wanted to sit her down for that in this dream. Now, guys, it's a vision. Again, it's a vision. So please, 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 before you start throwing rocks at this podcast, I'm just telling you the vision, okay? That's why I didn't want to share the whole vision because some things God don't want me to share. But if you are of faith today and you are finding fault, you but hiding behind finding fault, but you're using favoritism, you need to hit your knees again, and you need to fast, and you need to pray until God get that out of you. Because again, when I was researching finding fault, I came up with all kinds of words, trivial, and just all kinds. But at the end of my research was petty, and right near petty was petty jealousy. You can be so jealous of another person that you think they can are doing better than you, are going to outshine you, that you can nitpick, find fault. And again, you can have such favoritism that whatever you are accusing someone else of, <laughs> someone else is, is, is even worse. My sister in the dream had a split in her skirt and was sat down. And Sister Fort could not even get up and sing a song that she and she had a testimony she wanted to tell. I sure wish I could have heard that testimony. She didn't get that chance. She sat there at her seat. She was in tears because she couldn't understand why she couldn't, you know, couldn't sing and tell her testimony. Instead, they had this little girl who was, uh, I guess, a visitor or whomever, I don't know. We got to get this stuff out of us. We got to. That's what I was talking about, about bashing me when your life is not in order. You got to clean up your own life before you're out here trying to tell somebody else something. Clean you up. Clean you up. And stop this nitpicking, finding fault, finding fault just because there's a jealousy there. No, I can't let you. I can't let you upstage me. I can't let you uh, ha- take my place. I can't look. Sometimes a person light can be so bright that is nothing you can do <laughs> to, to dim that light. But to cut this short, I've already went 20 minutes finding fault. Using the finding fault fault to hide behind favoritism. That is not of God. And you can take this podcast any way you want. You can throw rocks at it. You can listen to it and never listen to it again. You can try to say I'm crazy. You can say, who is she talking to? I'm talking to anybody who has 
favoritism, whether you are an organization, a church organization, a school organization, a family with kids, I don't care. If you got favoritism and you say you are a person of faith that you're following Jesus Christ, then you better get rid of that favoritism. Woe be unto you if you don't. I'm Regina Swarn. Thank you so much. I want to deliver that message in this podcast. It took me a few days. It was supposed to be recorded on the 23rd, I believe. And I just wasn't led to talk about it yet. But I thank God for that vision. A lot happened in that vision. And I cannot go into that vision. I will not unless the Lord lead me to. Some visions are meant for you and God, you know. But I was led to tell that much right there, guys. I was led to tell that much. And if you're walking in favoritism today, you you need to go back to the drawing board. You need to go back on your knees, fasting and praying and asking God to get you right. Because it's so easy to look at someone else and say what they are, 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 are doing or are not doing. And then sometimes you can't see yourself. Sometimes you can't smell yourself, you know. Sometimes other people can smell you. You may not know how you smell, but other people can smell you. So, ooh, but you can't smell yourself, though. You've gotten so used to doing things. Or, or, or I'm going to use the smell thing again. You've gotten so used to your own smell that you can't smell yourself, but other people can So, in other words, you've gotten so used to, you've been doing this this way for so long that you think it's right. Get rid of that jealousy. Get rid of that envy. Get rid of that finding fault. And get rid of that favoritism. Because if you don't, again, it's going to be a sad day for you. Go back to the drawing board. Hit your knees with fasting and prayer. And anytime you fast and pray, God will reveal to you the things that you need to do. He'll reveal to you. Nobody has to say it. So this nitpicking stuff, hmm. This finding fault stuff, hmm. Yeah. That vision was cut and dried. Nobody had to tell me what it meant, the first part of that vision. Oh, my God. I'm Regina Swearn. You can contact me at reginaswearn at yahoo.com. Visit my official website, reginaswearn.com. And thanks for listening. Goodbye.